Oh, God, so close, so painful. So, I mean, screw the opening. Why not? You know, at this point, Sharks lose 3-1 to the Washington Capitals. We'll break it down with you right here on Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game. This is kind of a different way we're doing it because we were expecting the Sharks win since they were 20 minutes from a win. Ah, oh, for crying out loud. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow hockey fans all over the world in Sharks territory. Ah, man. Uh, you know, Ian, let's get into this really quick here. They looked like they were promising uh, so close to, to the, I don't know, the Washington Capitals, which have been uh, on a struggle for for this whole season among other things. Yeah, I think when you looked at, like, there was a couple of games where I thought the Sharks would do okay um, this season. I think the first one was against fucking Boston because I think Boston's a slower team, and I think that the Sharks can hang better with teams that are a little bit slower. And then, obviously, this game here because, obviously, uh, you know, the Washington Capitals are on the other side of their window, I think I, um, you know, it's a, it's an, it's an aging team. Um, and again, also a team that's not exactly the most fleet of foot. So I think if you were looking at, uh, you know, a team to win, uh, this was probably, this was probably where I would have expected them to not go O for October, but O for October is definitely a thing. It is officially O for October. It is the second time in franchise history that they start O eight and one, I will try to give you some positivity. The last time they did that, you know, something amazing happened, but they had two-thirds of the KLM line on that team along with an unbelievable goaltender. Tonight, though, I would say they do have an unbelievable goaltender in Mackenzie Blackwood uh, stopped uh, a plethora of shots to uh, keep this game interesting, and, and unfortunately the game-winning goal goes off of his own defenseman via Tom Wilson. Yeah, I um, I mean, <sighs> Mackenzie Blackwood, I think, like, obviously, look at, we all know the score, we all know what the season is, you know, we, we talk about this all the time, but I, for this, to me, like, if, if there was a guy on this team that deserves a W, like, it's Mackenzie Blackwood, I Absolutely. understand wins are bad, and, you know, we have to go 0-82 or whatever the fuck everyone thinks we're gonna do, um, but we're not. Like they're gonna, they're eventually gonna figure out this thing. But man, Mackenzie Blackwood deserves a W. Absolutely. Um, I feel really bad because this, you know, there's no goal support on this team. This team went on a five-game road trip and scored three goals. Um, and tonight, like they got a goal from probably other than Mike Hoffman, the most maligned forward on the team, and you know you couldn't. They couldn't build off of that, and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, and it's tough. And congratulations to Luke Cunning, uh, his first goal in over a year, especially coming off of his knee surgery. And the assist goes to Ty Emerson, his first NHL point. So great on him all around. But uh, once again, Ian, third period, you know, gets gloomy and doomy for the Sharks. Well, I mean, again, like this team can't score a goal. So if you, you know, like this team like has to like their whole game plan right now is like they need Mackenzie Blackwood to be absolutely perfect. 
which, you know, I mean, that's a big ask when you're allowing 40 shots a game on your goalie to expect your goalie to be perfect. Right. I mean, it's not a recipe for winning. Like, there's just no, there's no goals. Like, there's, they need Couture back so badly. And I, I mean, I like Logan Couture, but like, man, they, they need Logan back so badly They at this They point. need at least his leadership in the locker room for it because at the No, they least, need another threat. They need somebody other than Hurdle for all, like, the top defensive players on the other team to focus on. Yeah. And they need, they need. To spread out, like they need to spread out what little attack they have, right? You know, and it's and it's tough to do. So, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Cunning gets the goal, makes it one nothing. Mackenzie Blackwood stands on his head throughout the night. Eklund looked pretty solid tonight again. He's it's like he's yeah, got the I've give a damn Eklund's in there. Game. So yeah, I like Eklund's game. I think like Eklund, he's. He's definitely like he's obviously like he's he's still a smaller forward, right? So I think you know some people do still move him around a little bit more, but he but he battles like the way that Eklund battles compared to even last year, like he's harder to move off a of puck. So, like again, he is still a smaller a forward, so obviously like you know the bigger guys are gonna still probably have their way with him. But I think you can see a big difference between last year's uh, William Eklund and this year's William Eklund as far as like how much you know how more tenacious he is in the corners i think like again he's not gonna you know bigger guys are still gonna move him but he battles and i i really like his battle level i think he's been really good um i you know there's obviously some guys that that did get sent down um but i'm glad that william Eklund's still up i think he still deserves to be there yeah uh he's he's learning to be uh a solid nhler and the give a damn the give a damn. I, I like mm-hmm. what he's trying to. He's trying to create chances, and, and that's something that's desperately needed on this yeah, squad. Yeah, I think he's a guy who's going to benefit so much from Couture being back too. Yeah, because I, I think that Logan Couture. I think Logan Couture with with William Eklund. I think that'll help. Um, again, it'll help spread out the offense a little bit. Right. Uh, it'll give teams. They'll have you know other guys that they have to watch. Right now, the San Jose Sharks. You just shut down Hurdle and you shut down the team. Um, you know, is Couture being back going to, you know, is it going to right all the wrongs and cure all the ills? No, probably not. I mean, this team has extended problems trying to get the puck out of their own zone. Like, I don't know how many games over this, um, over this road trip where you're like, oh, wow, this, uh, this power play is just never ending. Oh, they're not even on the power play. Yeah. You know, the other team rather. Right. Right. Uh, the Sharks didn't even get a power play in this game. Um, not that it matters no, because no, I'm just talking about like how, how for stretches of previous games, maybe not this one so much, but right. stretches of previous games, like the Tampa no. game, I think was a really good example of that. Oh. Where like, it just looked like Tampa car play, even though it was five on five. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a struggle for sure. Even the power play has, even though they were successful in this game, uh, it's been up and down. Um, but, that's that's how it is, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilson with the game winner, Kuznetsov with the empty netter. Sharks didn't even get really a chance to set up with the empty net with the uh, extra attacker. Excuse me. So um, no, I mean again, this is a team that five on five looks like they're killing a penalty. So I don't know yeah. what an extra attacker is going to do for them. 
right right it's gonna make them like five on five i guess maybe maybe they should look like they're playing five on five with an extra attacker so the sharks lose this one three to one to the washington capitals they do go over october uh on over october baby and this is during the second intermission that you're watching this so uh the are you ready for uh, no win november that's that's the new oh, new God. in november is the new uh so a uh, quick reminder uh, Pucknologist will be on at its regularly scheduled time at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, AJ and Jerk will break down yes. everything that's happened uh, this week with the Sharks. Yeah, so don't ask me anything that's not has to do with the game or I'll get in trouble. <laughs> but uh, they'll break down this week in the that is in the Sharks hockey along with Barracuda, where it looks like it's going to be an 0 for for the week. I'm just glad the Barracuda scored three goals uh, today. To yes, you know, they've scored six goals. Uh, what? No, eight goals uh, this week so far. Uh, the Sharks. Um, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I'm not giving like I'm not giving them credit for scoring two goals yesterday when they were down eight nothing. Like they, they were nice by Gustin, though. Yes, they they were nice goals, but who, you don't get credit for scoring goals when you're down eight nothing. Who who's uh, the goal scorers in this one for the Cuda? Uh, Brandon Coe, who I called AHL Luke Cunning, and everyone should remind me of that every time Brandon Coe scores a goal. And it was Justin Bailey, uh, who scored the second goal, uh, second goal. And who scored the third goal? Kawanke. Uh, Kawanke. Uh, with a nice feed from, uh, with a nice feed from, Gushin. Uh, Gushin. Like Gushin, Gushkin has scored some nice goals this year, but like Gushkin has, has a lot of assists this year, like a surprising number of assists. It looks like he's been kind of cold, but he hasn't really been like, he's been a key part of the offense for the Barracuda, which has been nice. Um, and obviously look at the Barracuda. They're going to get reinforcements. Obviously yep. Thomas Bortolo going down is going to help this team a ton. The thing with this team, the Barracuda to me is that this team shouldn't be as bad as they are defensively. Like when you look at this blue line, there's no excuse for them to be as bad as they've been defensively. Like last night's game was pretty bad. Um, so, you know, uh, obviously this, this Firebirds team that they're playing right now, this is a team that has been their absolute like bane to their existence. Yeah. I don't think they've ever won a game against the Firebirds yet. Uh, they <laughs> are currently leading three, two heading into the third period. But um, you know, again, this game worrying trends. Uh, I thought they got, pretty badly outplayed in the second period right and they this team comes out really good in the first and then they just like their play just trails off as the game goes on and if that trend continues like i don't want to be a big downer but if they don't find their game again in the third period like i fully expect coachella to come back and win this game because again like they went uh you know in the first period i thought they played really well um you know they were um they outshot the firebirds 14 to 5 and then in the second period, you know, they got outshot um, 15 to 7. Now, power plays obviously do help the Coachella Valley and the Barracuda, um, you know, have been uh, okay on the penalty, on the power play tonight. But And they've been good on the kill. Like, they've killed everything they faced. But That's good. The power play, I, I put out, I'm going to find a, a gif and i will put it on and you can i'll show you every entry of like the barracuda make and i it's it's maddening because it's the same play every time and the thing i don't like about it is what they'll do is they will attack one guy will attack three guys basically get to the line and stop skating and then they'll pass it back to the guy the guy that passed it back also goes and sits on the line and it's up to that one guy 
to hit the line with speed and everyone to get moving again. But the problem is, is that when everyone's kind of just standing on the line, not really moving, if the puck gets turned over, you know, you got a bunch of guys heading back with a full steam towards the Veracruz net and everyone's kind of standing still except for the, you know, except for the trailing guy that takes the pass at the blue line. And it's dumb. Like they, they bear, the, the Barracuda have allowed three shorthanded goals, I think this year, three or four. And uh, three, it's at no least. wonder why, like everybody yeah. knows what this power play is going to do by now. Yeah. And it, it, it has a hard time getting set up that Barracuda have been kind of putrid defensively too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's just it's it's been a frustrating uh, team to watch this Barracuda team so far. Very frustrating. Um, probably worse than the Sharks because again, like the Sharks, you get a you get a shiny thing at the end of the year if you suck. Barracuda just suck, and that's it. You just all you get in the HL for being last place is last place. Yeah. So. With that, we'll let you enjoy the third period of hopefully the Barracuda winning a game. That'd be awesome. Uh, reminder at 7 p.m. Pucknologist to recap this week with AJ and Jerk. So make sure you have that subscribe button ready to roll. Of course, hit that notification bell to let you know when they go on at exactly 7 p.m. Pacific, 10, e- 10 Eastern. Who cares about the Sunday night game? Like, be honest. Come on now. Uh, Ian, your final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, when the Sharks do bad, it's bad. I don't know. I have nothing. It's and neither do the sharks except for one goal, or or three goals this this road trip. So yeah, you know, goals win hockey games. There 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 is there is your there there is your like mind blowing take. Goals win hockey games. For you longtime sharks fans in life as in hockey, it takes goals to win. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Make sure to check out Pucknologist at seven p.m. tonight on the YouTube channel. Thanks for watching, and we will see you next time. Maybe, maybe not.